Okay, so we'll talk about the collective bargaining. So after the main, after the union is certified as the exclusive bargaining agent. So what will happen next? No. So after the union is certified as the collect, the exclusive bargaining agent, it can now start uh, the process of uh, the process of collective bargaining. It is given one year. One year from the date of from the date of certification as to its majority representation to start the negotiation the negotiation. Otherwise the one year bar rule will not apply. So here we see uh, as the exclusive bargaining agent it cannot start the process of collective bargaining. It's given one year from the date of certification as to the majority representation to start the negotiation otherwise the one-year bar rule will not apply so collective bargaining which is defined as negotiations towards a collective agreement is one of the democratic frameworks of the labor code designed to establish the relation between the labor and uh, and management and to create a climate of sound and stable industrial peace it is a mutual responsibility of the employer and the union and it's characterized as a legal obligation so much so that the article that article 259 of the labor code makes it an unfair labor practice for an employer to refuse to meet and convene promptly so bawal siya mobalibad ha nga hindi siya makigmeet and convene uh, convene promptly and expeditiously in good faith for the purpose of negotiating an agreement with respect to wages hours of work and all other terms and conditions of employment including proposals for adjusting any grievances grievance or question arising under such agreement executing a contract incorporating such agreement if requested by either of the party so collective bargaining is just one of the forms of employee participation so salasha of the many forms of employee participation despite so much interest in and the promotion of collective bargaining it is incorrect to say that it is the device and no other which secures industrial democracy so naapagi uh, to secure industrial democracy it is equally misleading to say that the collective bargaining is the end uh, is the end goal of an employee representation rather the real aim is employee participation no money ang main goal na to. it is that we want them to have employee participation in whatever form it may appear bargaining or no bargaining union or no union any labor organization which may or may not be a union may deal with the employer this explains why workers' association or organization does not always have to be a labor union and why an employer-employee collective interaction are not always collective bargaining. To further strengthen employee participation, Article 255 now, now 261 of the Labor Code mandates that workers shall have the right to participate in poli- policy and decision-making processes of the establishment where they are employed in so far as the said processes will directly affect their rights and benefits and welfare for this purpose workers and employers may form lmcs so i'm lmc okay Sige. we'll find out more about that but uh here we see that uh, they can form lmcs no labor uh the idea here is that they are not only limited to um, the collective bargaining agreement as the only way for them 
to negotiate and to foster industrial peace. Okay, so kaning 379 mang good. Uh, it talks about samahan na magagawa sa Hanjin Shipyard by its president Alfie Alipio. Okay, it's better that we search this out. It's a GR number 211 21145, no? Okay, so uh, GR number 211145. And here we see the meaning of LMCs. Okay. So what are LMCs? Okay, uh, LMCs are Labor Management Councils. Uh, these are called Labor Management Councils. Okay, workers uh, can also form and join workers as, as well as Labor Management Councils. So, one is So, I think uh, the exact words of the, the jurisprudence are placed here instead of paraphrased. Okay, let's talk about the procedure. Article 261 provides procedure in collective bargaining. The following procedure shall be observed in collective bargaining. When a party desires to negotiate an agreement, it shall serve as a written notice upon um, the other party. No, The other party shall make a reply thereto not later than 10 calendar days from the receipt of such notice. So, ganina, um, I think the collective bargaining here is that it, it only talks about um, having a collective bargaining or having labor union as not the only means to foster industrial peace. There are many other ways. And this time we proceed to what uh, what is the process and what is the procedure in uh, doing your collective bargaining. So in Article 261, we see procedure in collective bargaining. The following procedure shall be observed in collective bargaining. When a party desires to negotiate an agreement, it shall serve as a it shall serve as a written notice upon the other party with a statement of its proposal. So the other party shall make a reply thereto not later than 10 calendar days from the receipt of such notice. So unsa may unang buhaton. When the party desires to negotiate an agreement, so ganahan sila mag-negotiate, it shall serve a written notice upon the other party with a statement of its proposal. So kumplito sila o proposals. And the other party shall make a reply thereto. They will make a reply not later than 10 calendar days from the receipt of such notice. In one case, the Supreme Court ruled that the petitioner's utter lack of interest in bargaining with the union is obvious in its failure to make a timely reply. So, muraganig ang petitioner bawagit siya interest in bargaining with the, with the union. No? And it's obvious in its failure to make a timely uh, reply to the proposal, it means it's not interested. Were submitted by the union, union petitioners still had not made any counter uh, proposals. This is in in action on the part of the petitioner prompted the union to file its second notice to strike on March 13, 1996. So petitioner could only after a feeble feeble explanation that the board of trustees had not yet convened to discuss the matter as its excuse for failing to file its reply. So this is a clear violation of Article 256 of the Labor Code governing the procedure in collective bargaining. No, uh, So that we can enumerate Article 261 
procedure in collective bargaining. The following procedure shall be observed in collective bargaining. So first, when a party desires to negotiate an agreement, it shall serve... So kung ang party ko noon nag-desire siya to negotiate an agreement, it shall serve a written notice upon the other party with a statement of his proposal. The other party shall make a reply thereto, again, not later than 10 days. It should be not later than 10 days from the receipt of such notice. Okay, so what bad faith on the part of the employer in its refusal to bargain collectively must be proved by evidence. So, kinala na evidence The Supreme Court stated that the charge of unfair labor practice to prosper, to prosper must be shown that the collective bargaining uh, or uh, shown that CAB was motivated by ill will. Shown that CAB was motivated by ill will, no bad faith, fraud, or other oppressive to the labor or done in a manner contrary to morals, good customs, public policy, uh, and of course, the social humiliation, awarded feelings, or grave anxiety resulted in suspending negotiations with the Cabio NFL. I think that's the labor organization. Furthermore, basic is the principle that good faith is presumed. So, naive presumption of good faith. And he who alleges bad faith has the duty to prove the same. By imputing bad faith to the actuations of CAB, no? the labor organization has the burden to prove to uh, and the burden of proof to present substantial evidence to support the allegation of unfair labor practice. No, so um, this is a uh, CAB no a CABIO. It means Central as a Carrera de Baez Employees Union NFL. Okay, so that's the case there. So let's proceed to settlement differences and conciliation. Article 261 of the Labor Code provides should differences arise in the basis of such notice and reply either party may request for a conference which shall begin not later than 10 calendar days from the date of the request. If the dispute, no, mga differences ba, arise in the basis of notice and reply either party may request for conference that shall be begin not later than 10 calendar days from the date of request on request kakaroon not later than 10 calendar days if the dispute is not settled the board shall intervene upon request of either or both parties or at its own initiative and immediately call the parties to conciliation the board shall have the power to issue subpoenas requiring the attendance of parties to such meeting it shall be the duty of the parties to participate fully and promptly in the conciliation meetings the board may call no so if ang dispute dili pa siya na settle the board shall intervene upon request either in both parties or at its own initiative and immediately call the parties to conciliation meetings conciliation na dayon the board shall have the power to issue subpoena requiring the attendance of the parties to such meeting it shall be the duty of the parties to participate fully and promptly in the conciliation meetings the board may call during the conciliation proceedings in the board the parties are prohibited from doing any act which may disrupt or impede the early settlement of the disputes. The board shall exert all efforts to settle disputes amicably and encourage the parties to submit their case to voluntary arbitrator. As amended by Section 20, Republic Act 6715, March 21, 1989. So what are the prohibited activities here? Article 261 provides during the conciliation proceedings of the board, the parties are prohibited from doing any act which may disrupt or impede the early settlement of the disputes. 
Okay? So, Article 261, it clearly provides na during the consolation proceedings of the board, the parties are prohibited from doing any act which may disrupt or impede the early settlement of their disputes. So, there should be a duty to bargain. No? Uh, Articles 262 and 263. Okay, here, the Supreme Court discussed that the duty to bargain collectively they said that Article 262 of the Labor Code clearly elucidates the meaning of the phrase duty to bargain effectively, which is the performance of an actual obligation to meet and uh, convene promptly and expeditiously in good faith for the purpose of negotiating an agreement. Article 262 above cited both parties are required to perform their mutual obligation to meet and convene promptly and expeditiously in good faith for the purpose of negotiating an agreement. So the two kinds of duty to bargain bargain collectively are mandated by Articles 262 and 263 of the Labor Code as amended which state Article 262 meaning of duty to bargain collectively. The duty to bargain collectively means that the performance of a mutual obligation to meet and convene promptly and expeditiously in good faith for the purpose of negotiating an agreement with respect to wages, hours of work, and all other terms and conditions of employment including proposals for adjusting any grievances or questions arising under such agreement and labor and labor a contract incorporating such agreements if requested by either party but such duty does not compel any party to agree to a proposal or to make concession so unsa may both pasabot ani kung ang duty kuno to bargain collectively what does it mean it means a performance of mutual obligation to meet and convene promptly and expeditiously in good faith for the purpose of negotiating an agreement with respect to wages, hours of work, on, on all other terms and conditions of employment, including proposals for ad- adjusting any grievances or questions arising such agreement and executing a contract that na incorporate such agreements if requested by either party. But such duty, kaning a duty, no, does not compel any party to agree to a proposal or to make any concession wala wala na siya sa iyang kuan no ang kuan lang gid is the obligation to meet and convene promptly and expeditiously in good faith for purpose of negotiating an agreement with respect to wages you know, sa mga labor standards diha okay pero it doesn't compel nga masugot ka this article implies under situation where there is no collective bargaining agreement between the employer and employee so kani ko nga article na ako na niya situation where there is no collective bargaining agreement between the party. So, Article 263, duty to bargain collectively when there exists a collective bargaining agreement. So, kanisha akatoganina Article 262, it contemplates of a situation wherein wala pa collective bargaining agreement between the employer and employee. How about if there is already? So, duty to bargain collectively when there exists a collective bargaining agreement already. So, when there is a collective bargaining agreement, the duty to bargain collectively should also mean that neither party shall terminate nor modify such agreement during its lifetime. However, either party can serve a written notice to terminate or modify the agreement at least 60, at, at least 60 days prior to expiration date. Take note of that, ha? So, kaning agreement, when there is a collective bargaining agreement, the duty to bargain collectively also mean that neither party shall terminate nor modify uh, such agreement during its lifetime. 
pero no pero kung padong na di siya mag-expire niya 60 days before uh, either party can serve a written notice na i-terminate na, na siya or i-modify ang agreement it shall be the duty of both uh, both parties to keep the status quo and to continue in full force the effect on terms and conditions of the existing agreement before the 60-day period or until a new agreement is reached by the party. So, unless there is a new agreement already, that's the time pwede na nimo siya ilisan. Pero kung until, unless there is already a new um, bargaining agreement, it's still in force and you have the duty to enforce it. So, what are the bargainable issues? The Supreme Court enumerated the different management prerogatives subject to negotiation by the union. The court has recognized in numerous instances the undoubted right of the employer to regulate according to its own discretion the best judgment in all aspects of employment including but not limited to work assignments, supervision, working methods, regulations, time, place, and manner of work, process to be followed, the hiring, the supervision, transfer, discipline, layoff, dismissal, and recall of workers. In compassing, it could be the exercise of this right is not absolute management prerogative must be exercised in good faith for the advancement of the employer's interest and not for the purpose of defeating or circumventing the rights of the employees under special laws. Valid agreements such as the individual contract of the employment, the collective bargaining agreement, and general principles of justice and fair play. So, also may mga different management prerogatives subject to the negotiation of the union. No, I think uh, our professor has asked this. Uh, and the question really was, can you actually negotiate the way it is hired, etc.? No? Uh, yes, no, it, that could be a collective. Um, that those are considered bargainable issues. No, um, all aspects of employment, including but not limited to, including but not limited to. So, pili pa work assignment, supervision, working methods, regulation, time and place, manner of work, processes to be followed. Hiring, supervision, transfer, discipline, layoff, dismissal, recall of workers. Encompassing though it be the exercise of this right is not absolute. Dapat uh, dili siya absolute na siya limitations. Uh, must be exercising good faith for the advancement of the employer's interest and not for the purpose of defeating or circumventing the rights of employees under special laws and valid agreements such as the individual contract of employment and the collective bargaining agreement, the general principles of justice and fair play. So, collective bargaining agreement, the collective bargaining negotiation has two. Okay, so this time we talk about the agreement itself, the collective bargaining agreement. The collective uh, bargaining negotiation has two outcomes signing the collective uh, agreement or bargaining. Uh, the collective bargaining negotiation has two outcomes signing for uh, here, the signing of collective bargaining agreement or bargaining deadlock which may lead to strike or lockout. The topics on bargaining deadlock or lockout will be discussed in the later part of this topic. Assuming that the collective bargaining agreement has been signed, the following topics uh, are relevant. So, interpretation of the nature of the CBA. One of the collective bargaining agreement has been signed once the collective so, unsa may naa sa collective bargaining agreement? No. It has two outcomes. Signing of a collective bargaining agreement or bargaining deadlock which may lead to strike or lockout. So, kaning bargaining deadlock which may lead to strike or lockout. The topics on bargaining deadlock or lockout will be discussed later on this topic. Assuming with collective bargaining agreement has been signed, the following topics are relevant. 
no? So, ato ni siya i-discuss. Pero, nakasuot din rin na siya two outcomes. Signing of a collective bargaining agreement, which is the positive one, or bargaining deadlock. Uh, meaning, murag, murag wala naging sila nasabutan, siguro, ano in my own interpretation, no? Then, uh, because wala sila nasabutan, this may lead to strike or lockout. So, bargaining deadlock. Deadlock na. So, interpretation of the nature of the CBA. Once the collective bargaining agreement, CBA, has been signed by the parties, the next level is the implementation of its terms and conditions. So, the question is, how do we interpret the provisions of the collective bargaining agreement? A collective bargaining agreement is the law between the parties and they are obliged to comply its provisions where the CBA is clear and unambiguous. It becomes the law between the parties and the compliance therewith is mandated by the express policy of law Moreover, if the terms of contract or the CBA are clear and leave no doubt upon the intention of the contracting parties, the literal meaning of their stipulation shall take control. True, it is a fundamental doctrine in labor law that CBA is a law between the parties and they are obliged to comply with its provisions. If the provisions of the CBA seem clear and ambiguous, the literal meaning of their stipulation shall control. However, as in this case, when general and specific provisions of CBA are inconsistent, the specific provision shall be paramount to and govern the general provisions. Moreover, CBA must be construed liberally rather than narrowly and technically, and the court must place a practical and realistic construction upon it. Any doubt in the interpretation of law or provision affecting labor should be resolved in favor of labor. So the court stated that the relations the relations between capital and labor are not merely contractual. They are so impressed with public interest and that labor contracts must yield to the common good. The supremacy of law over contracts is explained by the fact that labor contracts are not ordinary contracts. They are imbued with public interest and therefore subject to the police power of the state. Cannot be taken to mean that the retirement uh, provisions agreed upon the CBA are absolutely beyond the ambit of judicial review and notification because, again, it is within the police power of the state. The CBA as a labor contract is not merely a contractual in nature but impressed with public interest. So the retirement provisions in the CBA run contrary to law, public morals, public policy. Such provisions may be very well be voided. So duration of the agreement. Here we see that uh, any collective bargaining that the parties may enter into shall, insofar as the representation aspect is concerned, be for a term of five years. So, lima katuig na, ha? Then, by express provision of the above quoted Article 253-A of the Exclusive Bargaining Status cannot go beyond five years, and the representation status is a legal, legal matter not for the workplace parties to agree upon. In other words, despite the agreement for the CBA in a life, more than five years either as original provision or by amendment the bargaining unions exclusive bargaining status is effective only for five years and can be changed within 60 days prior to the expiration of the cba's first five years so reason for the five-year limit is for the employees in the bargaining unit i have a choice in their bargaining agent there will be no monopoly in the bargaining agent in line with the democratic principle of freedom of choice so let's talk about economic issues. All other provisions of the collective bargaining agreement shall be renegotiated not later than three years after its execution. So all other provisions of the collective bargaining agreement shall be renegotiated not later than three years after its execution. So pwede siya ang five-year limit here uh, in the bargaining choice of the bargaining unit. Okay, so 
pwede siya 5 years in lifetime pero all other provisions of the collective bargaining shall be renegotiated not later than 3 years after its execution so as to representation uh, any collective bargaining agreement that parties may enter in so far as representation aspect is concerned be a term of 5 years so representation by Dainisia. Ang economic issues, all other provisions of collective bargaining agreement shall be renegotiated not later than 3 years after its execution. So for economic issues, 3 years ang iyang lifeline. Uh, ang kaning reopening period, no petition concern questioning the majority status of the incumbent bargaining uh, agent shall be entertained and no certification election shall be conducted by the Department of Labor and Employment outside the 60-day period immediately before the expiry of such five-term uh, of the collective bargaining agreement. So, ang economic issues, ang iyan lifeline is three years. Ang representation issues are five years. And then, maka-reopen na ka 60 days before the expiry of that particular CBA. So, suspension of the CBA implementation. In this case, the Supreme Court allowed the suspension of the implementation of the CBA, no? Uh, of the labor union as as the owner as a result of voluntary collective bargaining negotiations undertaken in light of severe financial phase by the employers and lisod ang pal no with the peculiar and unique intention of not merely promoting industrial peace of pal but preventing the latter's closure so the court found no conflict between said agreement okay na siya no para article 253 of the labor code and 253 has twofold purpose one is to promote industrial stability and predictability Inasmuch as the agreement sought to promote industrial peace at PAL during its rehabilitation, said agreement satisfies the first, pur- first purpose of Article 253-A. The other is to assign specific timetables where negotiations become a part of right and requirement. Nothing in the Article 253 prohibits the parties from waiving or suspending mandatory timetables and agreeing in the remedies to enforce. No? The court said nga, it's okay. In the instant case, it was Palayas, the exclusive bargaining agent of PAL's ground employees that voluntarily entered into the CBA with PAL. It has also uh, Palaya that voluntarily opted for 10-year suspension of the CBA. So, sila mismo ang atusang pa suspension na to 10 years. Either case was the union's exercise of its rights of collective bargaining the right to free collective bargaining after all includes the right to suspend it. So, ilan ang pagboto? So, let's proceed to effects of expiry. Article 265 provides any agreement of such uh, provision of the collective bargaining agreement entered into within six months from the date of expiry of the term of such provision, provisions as fixed such, no? Uh, six, 60 day period na siya, pero here we see that in article 265 effects uh, expiry any agreement on such other provisions of collective bargaining agreement entered into within six months from the date of expiry of the term of of such other provisions as fixed in in such collective bargaining shall retroact more retroactions to the day immediately following such date if any such agreement is entered into beyond six months, the parties shall agree on the duration of the retroactivity. So, na ay, uh, okay. in case of a deadlock in the renegotiation of the collective bargaining agreement, the parties may exercise their rights under their, this code. In general, the CBA negotiated within six months after the expiration of the CBA retroacts to the day immediately following such date. 
and is agreed thereafter. The effectivity depends on the agreement of the parties. On the other hand, uh, the law is silent as to the retroactivity of a CBA arbitral award or that granted not by virtue of mutual agreement of the parties by, but by intervention of the government. Despite the silence of law, the court rules here in the CBA arbitral awards granted six months before the expiration of the last CBA shall retroact to such time agreed upon by both employer and employees in their union. Absent such agreement as to retroactivity, the award shall retroact to the first day after the six-month period following the expiration of the last day of the CBA should there be one. In the absence of the CBA, the Secretary's determination of the date of retroactivity as part of his discretionary powers over arbitral awards shall control. So, so makita na to dali, no? Kanang, kung nasa agreement ko no within the 60 day, mulitro ako no 6 months, no? And third, um, any agreement of on such other provisions of the collective bargaining agreement entered into within 6 months from the so manukad ka sa date of expiry, move ka 6 months of the term such provisions as fixed and such collecting shall retroact to the day immediately following such date. If such agreement is entered into 6 months, the party shall agree on the duration. Uh, so kung mabiyan na siya, ang kaning mga parties mag-agree sila sa duration of the retroactivity. In case nga na deadlock in the renegotiation, wala na kasi nabot of the collective bargaining the, the, the parties may exercise their rights under this code. In general, the CBA renegotiated within six months after the expiration of the CBA retroacted the day immediately following such date. And if agreed thereafter, the effectivity depends on the agreement of the parties. Oh, six months lang siya. On the other hand, the law is silent as to the retroactivity of CBA arbitral award or that are granted by virtue of the mutual agreement by the parties but by the intervention of the government. Despite the silence of the law, so wala siya provision sa kung gobyerno magbuot. Labi na kung arbitral, no? Despite the silence of the law, the court rules here in the CBA arbitral awards granted after six months after the expiration of the last CBA shall retroact to such time agreed upon by both employer and employees as or their union absent such an agreement as to retroactivity the award shall retroact to the first day after the six-month period following the expiration of the last day of the CBA should there be one. In the absence of, the, of a CBA, the Secretary's determination on the date of retroactivity as part of his discretionary powers over arbitral awards shall control. Okay, let's proceed now to the ratification of the CBA. Article 237. Okay, so here we see ratification and then we will end at agreements machinery okay so we'll proceed to uh, part two but we'll uh, resume to ratification of the cba on the next part